Somebody says what Australia needs is more ant leashes. So here's your old friend, veterinarian Steve Parker, right on the job with news of how to achieve more leashed ants. Perfectly simple. Just buy more hard-working, diligent ants and leech them with Johnson & Ridley Ant Leashes. The leashes come in three ant sizes. Now, perhaps the best way to describe Johnson & Ridley Ant Leashes is that they give your ant such a feeling of well-being with which to go about its day. Walk your ant in public without fear that it will run away or attack a stranger. Tie your ant outside a shopping center so that you do not lose him. Take your ant for a walk so that he gets the vital exercise he needs to be his anti best. Perhaps you have a guide ant who helps you move around despite your visual disability. Johnson and Ridley have a special ant leash just for your special ant. Johnson and Ridley ant leashes are the same as Johnson and Ridley's famous giraffe leashes, just in itty bitty ant form. But don't forget, Johnson & Ridley ant leashes are ergonomically proven, so they will guide your ant with least stress to both beast and owner. So, for more ant leashes per family, per ant, per budget, better buy an ant. Then make it a Johnson & Ridley ant leash, or two, or four, or more. Your average ant drone is infertile, but who knows? Maybe there will be more ants further down the track. Somehow. Yes, yes, dog. So, um, when is Wendy getting back? I don't know. She said she was having a sleepover at her friend's a whole week. She's left us to look after her Aunt Fido's dog, Beryl. Hmm, <coughs> Beryl's a cute little thing, isn't Isn't she? A fat little thing. She's like Jim. Hey. Hey, I said you were cute. But you nullified that by saying I was fat. My comment was neutral then. I'm like Chamberlain-era Britain. It's all equaled out to neutrality. You're not allowed to get mad at me. Anyway, it's my turn to cook tonight. What do you guys want to eat, you damn morphodites? What's a damn morphodite? Oh, uh, Scout says it in To Kill a Mockingbird. Scout and her brother make a kind of snowman out of mud and snow. The snowman looks like this one guy in town. So, to avoid people seeing the resemblance, they give it a woman's hat and scarf. Scout's a little girl, and she overhears the neighbor calling the snowman a morphodite. But you know, it's a child's point of view. So, the thing is, she's mishearing hermaphrodite. Then later in the book, Scout gets angry at her brother and says, You damn morphodite, I'll kill you! It's become pretty much my favourite quote from any book ever. Hi. I am glad I do not require organic sustenance. I have seen what the DM cooks, and I would not want to put it in any of my bodily holes. Uh, shut up, disembodied alien intelligence, as if you could cook. Uh, there's been a real boom for cooking, hasn't there, ever since all those cooking shows started? Yeah, but they've gotten a little too extreme though, right? Have you seen the latest one, My Kitchen Rules Soggy Biscuit Edition? And tonight on My Kitchen Rules, it's the Soggy Biscuit, the Limp Biscuit, the Soggy Sayo, the Ookie Cookie, with the celebrity judges coming to the contestants' homes, who can whip up the best batch? I'm a bit worried. I had some problems in the kitchen. I couldn't think of anything to get me going. But then I remembered Nigella Lawson squeezing frosting from a vanilla buttercream birthday cake with an icing teat. And that finished me off with just seconds to spare. I hope the judges like it. Is this what you're serving? Here it is, gentlemen. Bon appetit. Merci. I'm really worried about this. I know my husband has put his heart and soul into this dish. He's been practicing for years and I just really hope that what he's got on his plate goes down well with the judges. The judges each take a sample. My heart's in my throat as I watch them try it. 
I just really want tonight to go well. And the moment of truth comes. <clears throat> Are you satisfied with what you put on the plate here? I, 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 I think so. I mean, I know I cut it close to the line time-wise. Did you taste it yourself? No, no, no. I, I, I mean, I didn't want to spoil it f- for you guys. I only had so much of the ingredients to go around. You should always taste it yourself. That is the tradition of the soggy biscuit. That is what a good soggy biscuit chef does. I, I realize that now. It is interesting that you did not taste it, because... This soggy biscuit is excellent. You missed out on trying an excellent dish. This meal is soggy to perfection. I am blown away. Any 15-year-old far away at boarding school in the English countryside for the first time would be proud to serve up something like this. It's gooey, but there's still a hint of firmness there to the biscuit. And the texture. Amazing. I give this soggy biscuit... Nine out of ten. I'm going to have to give it ten. Have you been drinking pineapple juice? Yes, actually, over the last week, yes, in preparation for this. I could tell it had that perfect piquancy, and I love the sauce. That is a sort of dedication I like to see, and what we want more of in this competition. I couldn't believe it. When I got a ten out of ten from Pete and Manu, that was just... My heart nearly stopped beating. I got another tingle in my balls and, you know, I was so spent. I didn't even think that was possible. But the Tasmanian contestant's snarky rival, who has a lisp, was not as impressed. Yeah, I, I don't know what they said you throw on about. I mean, I didn't think that foggy biscuit, I didn't think that foggy biscuit was all that good, really, when you compare it to other foggy biscuits out there on the market. Fog, they don't know how to cook with the ingredients from the foggy biscuit. <laughs> Television is just, I don't know what to say. Anyway, I'll just go and make something. Not, not a soggy biscuit. Dog, get out of my way. I'm going to the kitchen. <coughs> How about chips? Chips would be good. Uh, chips, okay, sure. I'll fry them up in a pan. I'll just heat the oil up. Mmm, looking good. Ingesting food is so wasteful. I do not know why you humans have not adapted to interdimensional cold fusion as an internal energy source yet. You don't get any joy from the smell of sizzling steak and onions, alien, or the aroma of a freshly brewed coffee? I cannot smell. That's lucky, because you are, well, after all, a fart cloud. I am not a fart cloud! I am a nebulous cloud of gaseous pulsating light. (laughs) Oh, yeah? Oh, hello there, you pretty young thing. I did not realize another member of my species was here. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Gordon. No, 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 dog. Dog, you can't have any. Just leave me be and let me cook. Yeah, I'm just going to put the chips in and then everything's going to... Oh, oh, that's my phone. Uh, it's over there on the table. Uh, can someone get it? I'll just put these uh, raw potato chips in. I just... Look, they're just in now. I just have to watch the oil every second, okay? Clutterbuck, Clutterbuck, can you, can you, can you get it? You're the nearest. Friends are major receptacles for bacteria, DM. You breathed on that thing. You might have washed your hands and not gone to the toilet and put your fingers all over the keys. I'm not touching it. And yet you let me cook your dinner. Can you just answer it? No, DM. Jim, Jim. It, it's too far away from me. <laughs> I've got, I've got the oil here. The fo- oh, I have to move these around or they're going to burn. Oh, 
So, uh, oh, fine. Jesus. Okay, I'll just, I'll, I'll go over there and I'll, I'll take the pan and I'll just quickly, I'll just step up. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> DM, what did you do? I, I just, I just, I tripped over the dog. You spilled hot oil everywhere. Look at our kitchen, it's on fire. I couldn't help it. Ah, 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 specks of burning oil all over me. Ah, let's put it out with, with, We with. have nothing to put a fire out with. Let's get out of the flat, run. Ah, ah, ah. There it is, our flat up in flames. You stupid dog! You should be so ashamed! It wasn't the dog's fault, DM. No, it was yours for not getting the phone! It was Jim's for asking for chips. It wasn't me. Then it was you, DM. No! You burnt down our house, DM, you damn morphodite. I'll kill you! Hey, is that what the DM stands for, incidentally? What is Wendy gonna say when she comes back and finds out the DM burned the flat down? It wasn't me, it was her aunt's dog. Who was calling you in the end? I don't know, it was an unknown number. It rang out and they didn't even leave a message. I wonder if it was important. Most of our stuff is burnt or smoke damaged or soaked. DM, where are we going to live? Uh... This is Patricia Quinn and I hate role-playing ours so much that I'm taking this house and going back to the planet transsexual in the galaxy of Transylvania. Come on, Riff. Shift it. This is John Leeson. And I hate the role-playing hour, because I have to hide behind the sofa whenever their terrifying show comes on. Our flat. Our flat at 241 Fashionable Clothes burned to the ground. Not quite to the ground. The other flats around it are mostly intact. A few rooms of the flat remain. It is just... There is a huge hole through the wall. Almost everything is black, and the firemen spent all night spraying it with water. Ruination everywhere. Almost everything of importance just disappeared. It's like, it's like the DM's scalp. Shut up, you. That was a rough night sleeping in the hostel. I have to remember never to share a room with Germans again. They sleep nude. And then jump down from the top bunk and start doing their stretching exercises right in front of me. Bending over right in front of me. I made brown eye-eye contacts. We should have swapped rooms. My x-ray vision allows me to see through clothing. I see anuses all the time, German and otherwise. Whether or not we sleep in a hostel again is all academic anyway. We pooled our resources, we came up with a hundred bucks between us, and then we spent most of that on a place to sleep last night, one night. We've got enough for a couple of cups of coffee, and then we're dead broke. Hmm, perhaps we could sell some... Oh. No, we have nothing to sell. Well, we'd better go up there to our flat and see what's left. Hey, the door to our flat is ajar. Firefighters probably left it that way. What? Bogans? Our house is full of bogans and neighbours. Oops. Sorry, buddy. It wasn't locked, so we just... Uh, it didn't have a wall, so we just... Uh... <laughs> Get out! All of you, stop ransacking the charred remnants of our flat. I'm not always playing toadfish. Sometimes I have to go through other things. I can't believe it. Our house gets burned and then our neighbours and random people off the street just come in and start walking off with everything that's left. Oh my god, they even stole... Wasn't our washing up over here? Yeah, we left it up there to dry. There was my jeans, your Super Jew shirt and... 
Oh my god, they stole Wendy's underwear. The lady's briefed with the ironic leopard skin pattern. Check her room. I don't know where she keeps her clothes, but in these drawers, there are only jeans and t-shirts. They stole Wendy's smoke-damaged underwear and bras. What the hell? Animals! I like fire. It reminds me of my parthenogenesis mother. She was also a great flickering light. Was she ever put out by a burly man? Our couch is completely burned. No big loss. That couch was barely held together anyway. It must have been almost as old as the DM. Our couch was 50? <laughs> Clutterbuck, the DM is only 50 in terms of his health, not his biological age. And appearance. And appearance. Everything is so soggy. Look, it's a time machine. Great. Can we use it? No, the cardboard is all wet. It came apart in my hands. The alfoil has come off. The writing on the side is all smudged. Take it anyway. We'll try and dry it out. Everything burned or stolen. All my memories. Look at this blackened, soaking things. Look at the remains of a Johnson and Ridley headband. My photo of Jules and his 100 cats. Now you can only see 50. Dumalax's purple helmet. Now it's black. My 20-sided die melted. Schrodinger's open crotch jockeys. Now all that's left is the open crotch. A photo of Kevin and his teacup pig. Now it's only a tail. My wrinkly ribbon. One of Willie's bras she always left lying around the house even when she didn't live here. They didn't steal that, did they? Only one cup left. My Ambo Jitsu staff. All ruined now. All those memories. They only exist in my head. I can't touch them anymore. I can speak the names, but there's nothing to attach those names to. There's nothing here at all, DM. He's right. There was no point in even coming back. This is just depressing. Whatever did miraculously escape unscathed has been carried off by the neighborhood vultures. You! Oh, Alyosha, the Russian MMA wrestler, <laughs> neighbor! You start fire! Burn down flat! Nearly burn down everyone in building! Nearly burn down Alyosha! No. <laughs> Al Alyosha, look. I could have been killed! You irresponsible Ukrainian peasant! I'll break every bone in your body for what you did! Firefighters sprayed my flat with water! My zebra hydra! Ruined! I will have to wrestle another zebra to death! Do you know how good zebras are at wrestling? It will take all day! Look, yes, 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 I burned down the house, but it was an accident! You damned Morphodite! I'll kill you! Alyosha, wait! That, peeking above your skin-tight MMA shorts, is that... The waistband of ironic leopard print ladies' briefs? What? No, these... Uh, it is. Um, it is. I like the natural patterns of the African savanna. Have you already been ransacking our... At it, I go now. I have an idea where we can stay, guys. Really? Well, go ahead. Tell us. At the house of the man who writes the role-playing hour for us, Gabriel Gloria Garcia Marquestefan. Okay, cool. Great idea. Let's go. <laughs> Bloody dog! It's all that dog's fault. Never would have happened otherwise. Made me trip over and spill all that hot oil. Yeah, where is the dog? I uh, left it in a hot box out in an open field. The sun's rays are burning down on it all day till it swelters and sweats out its sin. Damn, that's cruelty to animals. You can't do that. What? I'm treating it like I would a person. I'm punishing it for its crime. It's equality. It's Animal equal rights. Well, I hope she's okay.
anyway, we're here at the door. Put your welcoming faces on. Look welcoming and happy and like, you know, someone would want to take us under their wing. Gabriel, Gloria, Garcia, Marquistofen, taking some time to get to the door. I hope he's okay. Hmm. I hope his dementia is not too advanced. He has many loving family members to care for him. He should be fine. <clears throat> let me let me try again. <clears throat> Gabriel? Gloria Garcia McEstefan? Hello? Hmm. This car is here. Hmm. Try again. <laughs> Hi. Ah, Gabriel, we're, we're sorry to tear you away from your writing. We wanted to come come, come stay with you. Hi. If we can just walk right in. Hi. Wow, nice place, Gabriel. All right, I see you left some water boiling on the stove. Oh, it's boiled right down to the pan. How long has this oven been on? The cake inside is black. The bath is overflowing, and yet it is still running. Gabriel, are you all right? Quay. Oh, look. Here is his wife. Oh. We can ask her what's going on. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Gabriel Gloria Garcia McCustafan, we're a little worried about your husband. Is he okay? Care. Uh, y- your husband? Care. Can we come and stay here? Care. Look how fat that cat is. Ah, <laughs> gato. No, don't scoop any more food in his bowl. I think he's had enough. Ah, gato. No, Mrs. Marquestafan. How many times a day do you feed that cat? Ah, gato. Uh, guys, I think they both have dementia. Maybe we should leave. Look at them, leaving stovetops and ovens on. They're likely to burn down their own house by accident any day now. We can't stay here. Oh, look, it is their middle-aged son coming to visit. Hello, sir. Care? We just said... uh, Hello, sir, I think your parents need... Ah, Gato. No, I don't... I I don't think... I think the cat has had enough. Care? Ah, Gato. No, I... Oh, oh... Ah, gato. Ah, gato. Ah, gato. Ah, gato. Ah, gato. ¿Qué? ¿Qué? Let's just leave. Yeah. Yes. Wait, wait, I want to see the cat explode. 
Ah, Gato, come, come on, Clutterbuck, come on, let's get the hell out of here. Holy Christ almighty. Ah, Gato. This is Gornemic, and I hate the role-playing hour because they're too lowbrow. For real comedy, look for my web series Starving. You may particularly enjoy the episode where David Faustino and I kill Gilbert Godfrey's retarded son. This is Lance Hendrickson. I hate the role-playing hour because they smell bad and they make my carcass spaniel uncomfortable. That was tough, going to Gabriel Gloria Garcia Marquez Fan's house. Yeah, they're not in a good way. I understand he thinks his dad is tied up to a tree out back and has been there for 200 years with hundreds of butterflies all over him. He told me his father eats nothing but wallpaper. Mm, dementia is a horrible business. Magic realism is one of the final stages. Mm. This, this next house should be the one for sure. They're bound to take us in. Do you sincerely believe that going to Roland's house is a good idea? Hey, he's, he's our friend, right? And he owes us. We turned a blind eye to all those Blu-ray players he stole from us. All this begging just because that damn dog burned our house down. Yeah, where is that dog? Uh, I sent it to work. <laughs> yeah, building a railroad. In a chain gang. <laughs> Got a mighty long chain on my leg. Got a mighty long chain on my leg. Lost everything in the world except that chain around my leg. Horrible. It has to learn. This is equality. I'm treating it like a human. I think Roland's house is through here. We just have to jump the fence, <sighs> crawl through this hole in, in this wire here, go, go down this alley, mm-hmm. climb on, onto this skip, <clears throat> and slither through ugh, this broken window. <laughs> oh, what is this? There are sinks totally full of cigarette butts and dead cockroaches. Uh, this is just the part of the squat they, they, they don't use. Don't worry. Come through this graffiti-covered door over here. That will lead us to where we need to go to. Oh, it's really, really damp. Even I feel repulsed by this filth, and I see human anuses all day. (laughs) Whoa, it's so bright in here. Look at all those dope plants and plastic sheeting as far as the eye can see. (coughs) Oh, the smell! Let's, Let's go back through here. Potent stuff, all these dope plants. Watching me silently in the blinding glare. It's like they're judging me. Some of these buds are hairier than you, DM. Ah, shut up. Ugh, there are so many needles on the floor. Look out. Oh, I'm broken glass. What is wrong with that human female? She is lying on the couch with that needle sticking out of her arm. I don't know. Hey, mateys. Roland, what's wrong with that girl? Hey, oh, oh, fuck her. I took a video. Wanna watch a video of me fucking her? Is she okay? Okay? She's had so many drugs. She'll be okay for the rest of the week. She's not even... Roland, I think she's dead. I think she's been dead for a couple of days. It looks like she choked on her own vomit. Oh. Did you have sex with her in the last few days? <sighs> yeah. 
That changes me personal perception of myself. Roland, who are these guys? Well, Billy, Billy, put the machete down, mate. These are my mates. You want to die, mates? What are you doing here? Who sent you? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Calm down. We just, we came to talk to Roland. Nah, do you like to talk, Roland? Do you like to squeal? Chillax, Billy. Put the machete on the table. Shoot yourself up with something, mate. Calm your nerves. <laughs> Who have you been squealing to, Roland? Look at those weeping ulcers all over his skeletal arms. I can see them. What are you whispering about? I'll chop your whisker holes out and feed them to my babies! Please, sir, calm yourself. Are you the Virgin Mary? Roland, a big cloud of light is talking to me! I'm having a vision! Righto, matey. Uh, I am the Virgin Gordon. Is that close enough? You left me when I was a child. You left me in that place. Um... Uh, don't worship him, Billy. He's just a fart cloud. I am not a fart cloud. Oh, <laughs> uh, hello, baby. Do you come here often or do you wait till you get home? What are you blokes visiting for anyway? We needed somewhere to stay, but we think maybe we don't want to put you guys out, you know. You have your own thing going on. Um, we might stay somewhere else. Guys, I, I, I think there are some other people here in the back room past all these hanging plastic sheets. Oh, yeah. There's, uh, <clears throat> there's just some of me uh, uh, business associates back there. Pay them no heed, mate. Sit down. Make yourselves comfortable. somewhere else we could stay. I think those with vulnerable mortal bodies should leave. Oh, Virgin! Didn't you hear my screams? Didn't you see my tears? Is he talking to me, baby, or you? You're really gassy today, Clutterbuck. I know. Guys, let's get the hell out of here. You know, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, pant. <coughs> oh, God. My whole life flashed before my eyes. Oh, so did mine. You know I've only eaten ham sandwiches 13 times. I'm sure it was more. I think we're all agreed that we'll never go to Roland's house again. Fellows, over there at the concrete steps you left the time machine on, remember? You put it there so it would dry. Oh yeah, hey look, it's dry again. I think we could get this time-traveling cardboard box working again. Finally, great. Well, I'll just go back in time, stop the fire from happening, come back and everything should be swell, okie dokie. Great. Good luck, DM. Okay, <clears throat> get in. One gun, please. Here we go. Oh, look! Our dog is having puppies! Uh, which one are you thinking of naming Beryl? Oh, uh, that one. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, I'm back. Shot the dog in the head at birth. Everything should be fine now. But DM, everything is exactly the same. What? I believe I can explain. According to my X-ray vision, Wendy's Aunt Fido's dog barrel had a bullet lodged in its brain. I noticed back before the fire, the bullet disrupted the dog's spatial awareness function and made it vastly, vastly stupider. No doubt that is why it waited behind your legs like a mongoloid and caused you to trip over, spill the oil, and cause the fire. Damn it, it was predestined. See? You did cause the fire, dear me. It was you. It wasn't the dog. It all started when you shot the dog in the brain. Oh yeah? You fix it then, smart guy. I will. Here I go. Well, I tried. Everything is exactly the same. What did you do? I, um, well, I went to an internet cafe, jumped on Skype, and tried calling the DM. I wanted to warn him he might trip over the dog if he's not careful. When did you call? I don't know, just before the fire. You idiot! So was you! You were the blocked number! You were the reason I turned around in the first place and tripped over the dog! You started the fire! No, it was you! Oh, screw it! This is obviously one of those pre-destiny things. One of those times. Yes, one of those times. Time travel can't fix this one. Every now and again it happens. Everything you try to do back in time <laughs> just either leads to the bad thing happening or makes it worse. Yeah, time machine is out. Is there a scientific term for those kind of unsolvable paradoxes, Alien? Yes. The greatest scientific minds in the galaxy call those events Tangled Cunt Hairs in Time. Tangled Cunt Hairs in Time. Has a nice ring to it. I would have preferred pubes stuck under your foreskin in time. No. That is reserved for when your future self causes the death of your past self. Or you must cause your own death in the past in order to save the universe. Ugh. Glad we haven't run into any of those. What's a pube stuck in the back of the throat of time? Listeners, uh, this is awkward, but can we stay at yours? It's just we have nowhere to live. We're between houses, and uh, Clutterbuck is very handy around the house. I have a glue gun. Um, I had a glue gun. It got burned. Well, if we, if we can stay at yours, call in now on 8313-5000 or write on our Facebook wall. Just look for The Role Playing Hour on Facebook or type the address facebook.com slash The Role Playing Hour. You're listening to Jim Clutterbuck, Gordon, the disembodied alien intelligence and the DM here on The Role Playing Hour on 101.5 FM Radio Adelaide Digital Radio and online. Previous episodes can be found on our WordPress site at theroleplayinghour.wordpress.com. But right now, call in on 8313-5000 or write on our Facebook wall if we... Uh, can I put this? If we can crash at yours for a few days. Oh dear, DM, here we are flying across this pit of snakes in a hovercraft. But I've just spilt my carrot juice because the snakes beneath us are getting restless. I think you'll have to use your amazing guitar skills to soothe them. Okay, Doctor, who really likes me and we're totally best friends, I'll do that. Insert guitar noise here. Oh, no, no Colin, you weren't supposed to read that bit out. Okay, so, well... We have had one reply from Mr. Ben on the Facebook page. He says, sure, you can crash at my place sometime, although you need to help out with the household chores. I'm sorry, Ben. That's a deal breaker. I have pizza pizza place just down the street, and it's got amazing pizza. Not sure if that makes my house cool or not. I think the household chores is a bit too much. Although we could maybe make... Do we have to pay for the pizza? Do them? Yeah, do we have to pay for the pizza? If it's free pizza and no chores, we'll mm. think about it. And you sleep outside. Yeah. No, no. Beggars can't be choosers, DM. <laughs> uh, 
we do want to say that it looks like there's one... We often talk about the subscriber things because the moose head on the wall is judging us and tells us to do it. Um, but it's the best subscriber prize I've, I've ever, ever seen, seen. Yeah. right now. And that's because of... Uh, yeah. We've got a new subscriber season starting. The June subscriber prize is a two-week tour of the Kingdom of Wonder, mm. exploring beyond the tourist trails in Cambodia, thanks to Dragonfly Tours Cambodia. You'll be flying with Malaysia Airlines, winner of the Skytrax Award for Best In-Flight Service, Ooh. valued at over $5,000. And you go into the, the draw for the role-playing hours prize, which is two weeks of our Wonder Tour as well. Mm. We have quite the wonder tour. Mm. <clears throat> and our prize, which is we will draw a picture of us, one of us, of your choice, filleting you. Yes. Draw a picture. Um, and so to go into the draw to win that prize, you just have to subscribe to Radio Adelaide. And you're also supporting community radio and you get the program guide sent out to you. It's $75 to subscribe, $40 concession. There is a $150 passionate subscriber. Not sure what that means. I must have missed the meeting. Uh, I think that is the one that includes the picture that you previously <laughs> mentioned. Uh, no, they all include the picture. Passion is just someone who wants to, you know, give a little bit more to the community. Uh, Six hundred dollars for ten years and seven hundred fifty lifetime. And you might be thinking, why would I subscribe lifetime? Well, you go into the draw every month. I think mm. you might want to double check that, but I'm pretty sure you go into the draw for every one of these prizes. So you're going to win one eventually, probably. How mm. long is a lifetime until you die or the station goes under? I think it's fifty years. <laughs> Why is it? Well, in cemeteries, cemeteries you allot uh, gravestones for fifty years, mm. and that's apparently a quotation lifetime. To subscribe, either contact us on the Facebook page; we'll tell you how to do it, or pass your details along, or uh, dial eight three one three five thousand during business hours, or you can go mm. into the station, or you can Google Radio Adelaide and look for the details there. So there's lots of different ways for subscribing there. And then again, the I'm Swiss, not sure. The Swiss had something different as well because all the all the Nazis uh, kept all their their stuff in the vaults, and I think the Swiss called sixty years a lifetime. So the standard unit for lifetime could be completely different to what I know. I'm not sure they would let me sign up for a lifetime subscription. Mm, 10,000. You're 10,000 already, aren't you? Out of camera. Anyway, uh, I believe we have a word from our own sponsor to get through right now. So, uh, sponsor, if you want to take it away. Thousands of people in every community have taken advantage of the special sales that the Johnson & Ridley Ant Leash dealers have been conducting for the past two weeks. To make it possible for more Ant Leash buyers to cash in on this timely event, these sales will be continued through Labor Day. There are only a few days left, but there are still plenty of fresh, new, escape-proof, humane leashes purchased at a rare concession from the Johnson & Ridley Company, especially for this event, at prices that for once bring these famous, top-quality Ant Leashes within the reach of everybody. Don't delay. There are still plenty of ant leashes in all popular sizes. Teensy tiny, itsy bitsy, eeny weeny. They're all here for you to browse and enjoy. Try one on your ant and see which leash fits most snug. You and your ant will enjoy the best walk you have had together for months. These leashes won't choke or bother. They are neither too loose nor too tight. Buy a Johnson and Ridley leash and your ant will thank you for it. See your Johnson and Ridley ant leash dealer tomorrow. This is Jewel State, and I hate the role-playing hour because I asked them to feed my fish, and then they fed my fish too much, and now my fish has body image issues. This is Robert O'Reilly, and I think the role-playing hour are a bunch of filthy patacks. Hmm, so she won't be put out or anything? No, my mum will be glad to have us. I have not met Clutterbuck's parthenogenesis host. Is her anus puckered like yours, Clutterbuck? Not puckered today. We've come to we've come at the right time. She should just be getting back from the Harley Davidson repair shop. 
Hey DM, where's the dog now? Did you finally set it free? It's just a dumb animal after all. I <clears throat> I sent it to prison. You mean the pound? No, human prison. I'm punishing it with equality. But you shot it in the head and made it stupid. It's your fault it became arson dog. No, arson dog is in jail now and it can stay there until it learns to behave. I don't think prison is good for anybody. You get this tattoo? It means you're one of the West Street Bloods for life. Okay, here I go then. Hey, why are you inking that dog? You know that to join our gang you have to shiver screw. She did. Whoa. I've, I've. You should be happy to meet my mum, DM. What, why? Because she's your generation. My generation? Yeah, you're old enough to be my father. I would have had to have been a pretty active 11-year-old to have been your father, Clutterbuck. My mother impregnated her first man when she was 11. But then she always, always ate her bread crusts. And that puts hair on your chest. Hello? Hey, Mum. These are the guys from the radio station. Hello, sir. Um, is your wife in? Damn, this is my mother. Oh, oh, the greasy overalls. Very rosy the Riveter. <laughs> Defying gender roles. I like it. Yes, we can. Well, I'm not going to strip the engines out of three hogs in a camisole now, am I, honey? So, you're with that radio show, huh? <clears throat> That's right. You know, my son's got his own radio show now. So I heard. Subatomic. It's about science. Do you listen? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm very busy Sunday nights darning my underwear and our radio burned down. On your show, you're always humiliating him, making him say dumb things, making him the butt of all their jokes. His butt actually creates the jokes. But he's no apprentice to be pushed around and have his head put in the grease bucket and set on fire and then the union stonewalls and lawyers so no charges can be laid. He's a big shot now. He's the real deal. You got to show him more respect. <clears throat> yeah, um, um, yeah, we will. You got to give him more lines and nothing about ducklings. We kind of phased out the ducklings. He's making a name for himself. It's okay, Mum. You're embarrassing me. Let me talk to the man, Farquhar. Yes, Mummy. Mrs. Clutterbuck, stop waving that wrench around. I want to hear you say it. Say you're going to give him more lines and lines with dignity. How give him more lines? Daddy, don't bow to her. What, Daddy? I mean, oh, shit. DM, sorry. It's just the age thing. It's just a reflex. More lines and better lines about the hydroelectric power and science things. I fractured the skulls of plenty bigger than you, and I'm not afraid to do it again. Mommy, stop hurting Daddy. Clutterbuck. <laughs> sorry. Mrs. Clutterbuck, listen, we just try and have fun and. <laughs> Don't interrupt you, you damned morphodite! I'll kill you! Sorry. If I can pop a four-inch can nut off with this here wrench, I can certainly pop off your head! Mommy, we just wanted to ask if we could stay here for a little while. Our house burned down. Oh, sure, son. You can stay. Just go to your old room. There are about three cycles in there in pieces, but you could just set up a bed around them. Wow, so many dismantled motorbikes in this house. And <laughs> I promise I won't try to sleep strangle you anymore. What? Clutterbuck, your mother sleep strangles you? It's not her fault. She only does it when she's dreaming. Once, when I was a baby, she was dreaming and she left me in the tumble dryer for 45 minutes while it was on high. Apparently I came out with a nephro. Clutterbuck, I can see why you don't live at home. I can hardly move in here, and I don't even have mass. What was Clutterbuck's mum's anus like, Gordon? Hmm. Dominating. 
Clutterbuck, we can't stay here if your mother might try to manslaughter you in your sleep. And besides, there's nowhere for us to crash in this place. There's no room between all these machine parts. Here, Farquhar, here's your pillow. Mummy, this isn't a pillow. It's a bag of nails. Oh, is it? <laughs> Gosh, I don't know where my head is today. I'll look for a nice blanket for you. What grit size do you want? Come on, let's go. Uh, we have to say goodbye. This is a bad home, Clutterbuck. Your mother wants to kill you. Only subconsciously. Let's just, let's just sneak out. <laughs> Off hand. <sighs> you could have at least asked her for money. Oh, no, no. If she gives you money, she makes you pay. And you never stop paying. So, where will you mortals live then? Um... Six weeks later... Spare some change, sir. Spare some change. We've been sleeping in the park. We're so cold. Bergen stole our charred and soggy blankets. So hungry. Us and dog seems happy since she got paroled. <coughs> yeah, it's all your fault. <coughs> yeah. mm, spare some change, sir. Any luck? No, no one, no one will give us any. Damn, Morphodites. We have no money. And no house. Let me warm you by my light. Your light is cold, so cold, like my clammy skin. You stink, Jim. We all stink. <laughs> At least Arson Dog is happy. <coughs> yeah. What will the future bring? All our stuff is burned. Nowhere to shelter from the weather. Living in a park. But at least you at home can buy Johnson and Ridley Ant leashes on sale till Labor Day. Stay tuned for punk music and video game fun with Zap. And be sure to tune into the role-playing hour next week. Brought to you by Johnson and Ridley.